0: Welcome to The Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. Feeling? Oh, Poppy. Um, you know, made it through the um, love season of Valentine's. Been great. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, it's all about self-love for me this year. <laughs>
1: I mean, you know what? At least it, that sounds like that is that is always a good bet, though. Exactly. Exactly. You know, always find ways to work on yourself, yourself and improve on yourself and focus on yourself.
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's preparation for any good relationship, whether it's friendships, your family relationships, or, you know, that new person who might be lining up coming into your life, or the one who's currently in a seated position and Making sure that you're improving <laughs> so that your your situation
1: improves. whatever your situation ship is here <laughs> on uh, the relationship oh, there's cycle. A, there's yeah. a <laughs> roaming around. Some people are in situationships and they don't even realize they ain't situations. They
0: don't even <laughs> know
1: it. <laughs> uh, so the relationship cycle
0: with Jorge and Nelson, where we will tell you all about your oh, situation
1: ship. So but uh, jo- today oh.
0: though, you know, we're joking around, but we've got a really, really good show. Um plan for our listeners today, Poppy. And, um, you know, we were discussing this, um, a little bit in our planning meeting and, you know, you just don't really think about how much, uh, the adage, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything Mm. is really true. You know, health is more important than wealth, but what do you do when you have health concerns or health issues, chronic issues, and you are in a place where you really want to date um, you know, any health issues that I had typically came when I was, when I was still in a relationship, I was still, you know, connected firmly to somebody. And so I didn't really ever think about it because at the time I was with somebody in a permanent situation, but what happens when, you know, do you, who, who is your in case of emergency? Um, a friend of mine, we were talking about it the other day and it was like, um, You know, my mom is my emergency contact person. And if I really had a chronic issue like cancer or, you know, some sort of really debilitating illness, how would it work? Like dating, you know? Um, Well,
1: I mean, at that point, I mean, I rely on my dad. My dad is my emergency person. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, when it comes to dating, I've always... Um, wondered how to balance that and you know I think it's got to be tough to figure out like when it's too soon to kind of lay all that on somebody or mm-hmm. when is it appropriate
0: right to even I mean, tell don't... them about your condition yeah
1: that's something that we kind of want to you know kind of you know line up and kind of figure out you know but well, and, you know I is... think most
0: people probably think about something like you know HIV AIDS or something where you've got a condition that may impact your sexual relationship, but really truly there are other things that people are having to deal with that, you know, don't even, don't even get that far. Um, but like you said, you know, especially at terminal illness or, or something like that, you know, cancer or your know, brain tumors or what have you, you know, how do you, how do you manage that? You know, you got to explain to somebody what you have and then hope that, whatever you you say doesn't disqualify you as you know relationship material so we've got a guest on today and um we wanted to to really talk about this for real with somebody who's experienced the highs and lows of dating with health issues so uh we're going to bring um we're going to bring our guest on in just a minute so stay tuned hello hello Hi, there she is. Uh, yeah, Jamie awesome. Hicks, welcome. Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelson. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited.
1: Hey, well, listen, you win a, this is what happens when you win a gift card. You get to come on the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Look, Otherwise known as Jams, for those of you who saw our uh, drawing, uh, Jams did win our um, gift card to Firebird. So have you been? Did you get a chance to go yet? Not yet. I'm still deciding uh, whom
2: I'm gonna take, <laughs> Not okay. or if I'm just gonna, gonna go decision. pick out on my
1: own. It's a big decision, huh?
0: Right. Yes. But You got a friend in us, James. You got a friend in <laughs> us.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. I know Jorge knows. likes to eat. Uh, yeah. Listen, you already know. If you ever, if you feel like, hey, I need to take somebody, <laughs> you <laughs> you already got two options lined up already. just in case. Don't, Sounds good.
0: Don't Never you fear um but thank you though I know we're on for um a a pretty complex uh issue we got to talking to you that day you came to to pick up your gift card and we thought the topic um I think you put it in the feed when we were doing the the online drawing Mm -hmm. and it was really a great show topic and we decided we wanted to go ahead and cover it but you know how do you date when you are faced with Um, health and wellness issues, really critical illness or um, some sort of long-term illness. So, Jamie, tell our audience, if you would, um, how how this has impacted your life. So, you know, a little bit about what what you've suffered with and how has that impacted your dating life? Well, with me,
2: I am a six-year breast cancer survivor.
0: So I had a bilateral,
2: thank you. I had a bilateral mastectomy, I had a chemo, I had the reconstruction um, and was married at the time. And that ended, he left abruptly. And um, I did notice after everything, he kind of avoided my breasts. Mm. And it became a little bit of a complex for me. Um, so when I finally was like, okay, well, I'm gonna start dating, kind of, you know, join the apps. Cause I had no idea, like last time I was single, smartphones didn't exist. And, uh, my friend said to, and first one, I was like, I'm just going to go rip the bandaid off, you know, just have a one nighter. He wouldn't touch him. So then I was like, okay. Hmm. And at the time I did not have nipples. Mm. So I, I'm pretty honest. I'm pretty blunt. I mean, Jorge can tell you that, um, yep i put (laughs) i put right in my dating profiles that i'm a breast cancer survivor Mm -hmm. and like i've had people like talk about it and you know i let them know like that's not a um you know go me it's um what it entails it obviously entails something that is um you know comes up sexually and if someone's not okay with it i don't even want to bother talking to them
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and uh The first person that I kind of just had like a real casual like we'd only like hang out just to to hook up with thing he did before and after I got my 3D nipple tattoos. And he we haven't talked in like a year, but he's the first person that made me feel like they were a sexual part of my body again Mm. because he never treated them any differently, even when I didn't have the the tattoos. Mm -hmm. So um, that gained a lot of confidence. Um, you know, I'm kind of hanging out with two people now, unfortunately, you know, you never know when, when you're going to have a cancer scare. I've had a few this year. I've had a few surgeries. Um, I have fibromyalgia. I have, um, you know, hormonal depression. I have PCOS, like my, my list of health issues is, is quite lengthy. Mm -hmm. So I never know, like when, when is okay to reach out to someone And what level of, like, if you're not in a serious relationship and it's, like, friends with benefits versus, like, casual dating, like, what is going to scare someone off? Because I obviously have um, hang-ups from my
0: ex. Right, right. And let's talk about that for just a minute, I guess, too. Um, Did you get any sort of therapy or uh, any sort of you know, any sort of help or treatment dealing first of all with the breast cancer itself. And then after your ex leaves abruptly, you know, was there any place in there where you got, you know, professional help or counseling of any sort? Um, I tried, I went to
2: Buddy Kemp House, which is an in, in incredible, um, it's uh, uptown Charlotte. And I went to one of their group meetings and I noticed that I was, Significantly younger than everyone. So, the real, you know, being able to relate to what I was going through as a mother of three, I felt a little um, separated from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had me come and speak. I, I'm a photographer, so I had photographed, I do documentary photography, and I had photographed my entire journey. Mm-hmm. So, they had me come and speak the next year and show um, all of my slides um i'm a part of a couple of online facebook communities um but with that you know i've just been trying to kind of work through it myself Mm -hmm. um and as far as the 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 ex i did try therapy um therapy is a complicated situation with me i'm a i'm a a little little bit of trust issues with uh with it but um I've got my few friends that, you know, I talk to and I've got my friends who somehow psychically know, like, when When I need them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and vice versa. So, and that's hard because, you know, like, one of the guys I do hang out with, you know, I've just recently had a very difficult time and and he, when he has difficult times, just dips for a while and he dipped at that time. So, it was that weird, like, we aren't in a real committed relationship, but I had all this stuff going on. He had all this stuff and he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So, so it is, you know, now I don't know, like, should I tell him when I'm having health issues? Should I tell him when I'm having, you know, depression or when, you know, I'm having a scare or, Mm -hmm. you know, if I need to go to my oncologist or what have you. And it's, it's something I navigate every day and try and like find that balance
1: so let me ask you something. So basically, when it comes, you pretty much put it out there on the forefront and you try to make them aware of it from the jump, basically. Correct.
2: Everything except you know. for I don't touch on the depression as much.
1: Okay. Okay and can I ask why if you don't mind me asking like I'm curious why that is something that you maybe kind of keep more discreet or more to yourself just wondering
2: just until I get to know them a little bit better because it's um a little bit more private for me to to really delve into like like I'm very self-aware I know what's going on when I have breakdowns like I know that you know what's happening, how to get through it, you know, when I need to reach out. um, And, you know, unfortunately, there's such a stigma.
0: Right, right. A lot of people still even don't know what to say to somebody. You know, it may not be that they're not compassionate or don't feel for you or, you know, don't want to be there, but so many people still don't know how. You know, they don't know what to do when somebody tells them something that's significant. And I would think navigating dating, um, even in this day and age with online and like there's so many different ways to meet people now, um still not putting so much up front in the connection, you know, kind of like the girl comes up and says, oh, I want to get married by the time I'm 30 and have three kids and, you know, be first in my career and, do blah 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 you know it's it's sort of a like you said how much do you give a person yeah um, of any of it you know like how much of it is is really your business and your um, your personal backstory and if you're not still being affected by those things you know do you keep regurgitating your story over and over and over I would imagine it feels like you're like those times you have to go to a doctor and You know, give your information 50 times, even though you have said it's in the system and nothing has changed, but you still have to go through the rigmarole of all that paperwork. And I can imagine for you, that must be uh, extremely difficult having to tell your story to somebody over and over. And when the person you were married to did not stay, then how easy is it for you to trust others You know, who don't even know you that well? um yeah i, can I get imagine. tired of
2: hearing myself talk right right but um oh. yeah i mean like the one you know it's hard like some i can tell it's a bit too heavy um you know i i've i've found that that one of my friends who who i'm quite close with were quite similar instead of just saying like hey i'm super depressed right now like i'm having a really dark time help i'll just text him and say like say something funny and then we'll go back and forth on like you know, funny quotes and stuff. And it cheers me up. So like, I don't have to actually like mm-hmm. really get too much into it, but he knows.
0: Right. You kind of have code. Uh, code yeah. Code yeah. Words now. Right. Um, so what is it that, um, what do you think one of the ways you could get, like how could you help another person know that you can still go out? Because you are, I mean, it sounds like you are still trying to, uh, connect with other people. You're still trying to, you know, put yourself out there. Uh, but what was one of the first things you needed to do to kind of build up your courage, I guess, James? James.
2: Um, really, as far as like, you know, with the the obvious um, physical things that people weren't going to notice, being 100% honest about it. Um, you know, cause you know, I'm not, you know, at the time I wasn't looking for a serious relationship, so you don't want to like roll up in someone's house and have them see the skies and such. So really being honest, being on the same page, mm-hmm. um, is really, um, been a big thing for me. Um, and if someone isn't going to treat, you know, what you've been through or what you're struggling with, um then they're not worth your time, but you know, and that goes both ways. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you, you can't just like wait for someone and and always lean on them. Um, you know, I've learned, you know, the people that I hang out with and get along with best, you know, you reach out and see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people forget that. And it becomes this like self-absorbed moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, honesty, really. I mean, I'm, I'm so blunt with everything in my life that like, I, I I just I do like you said I lay it out there. I'm like, look, you know, here's where I'm at. This is what I'm going through. These are fake. No they're not a boob job. They are double amputations. So please no boob job jokes.
0: Right. Right. And you know there's yeah. so many so many pitfalls there for you know just even how do you how do you handle it if you've never had anybody in your family who's had that particular illness or you know been through that particular chronic disease issue you know it i can imagine you probably have had some um ups and downs with even the conversation around it too
2: i try and make light of it you know um you know i say you know if i get a if i get a paper cut i'm like gosh you know crap i'm gonna get finger cancer (laughs) <laughs> oh you know um you know i'm a, i shouldn't be but i'm a smoker and i always joke and you know, people are like oh you've had cancer and i'm like yeah i already tried one i am figure i'll try another like that's <laughs> dark humor is how i you know I, right. if I don't laugh every day like that's exactly. that's my thing right so um and that you know and that weeds people out too right. like right. if you're dealing and handing all these health issues like the, the humor around it mm-hmm. that can kind of alleviate some of the some of the Tentrum. tension Some of that tension,
1: some of that um, heavy, like some of that heavy heart that it can bring or seriousness that it can come. But I do feel that, um, I don't think there's a right way to go about this because uh, I think it all depends on people's comfort level and the circumstance, right? Like I have a medical situation and normally the way I approach it I normally don't get into that unless I'm meeting them in person. Um, That's my approach. Uh, For those who really don't know me, I am epileptic. And I've had instances where women want me to travel long distances. And when I say long, I'm talking 30 minutes or more. And I'm like, I because I really don't like to drive too much. Uh, And I you know, normally don't drive on the highway anyway. Uh, It's actually a restriction because of being epileptic. Uh, So normally, even with dating, that has kind of brought some issues for me because, you know, a lot of women are like, what do you mean? Why can't you come see me? Or why can't you come my way? And I'm like, well, it's just not something ideal for me because I'd like to stay within a certain radius. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know, I've met, Like, um, there was this one girl, she lived out in Lake Norman and she was like, you should come here. And I'm like, no, but if you want to come near Charlotte, we could probably figure something Yeah. Yeah. Like she stopped talking to me after I explained to her that I was epileptic. So for some people it's just going to be either too much or just, uh, too much of, um, you know, too much for them to handle or just something that they don't want to deal with. So they'll probably ghost, but if they do, That's probably what you want because you definitely Mm -hmm. don't want somebody who isn't going to acknowledge your medical situation Um, because, yeah, sometimes you might have to rely on them or you might need to have their understanding and uh, for them to maybe look out for you. And and if they can't handle like the basic of it, then, yeah, that's pretty scary.
0: Right, right. And even just... um... You know if something happens where you don't feel good that day, you can feel things coming on, um, your mood, you know, if it's if it's depression or some sort of mental health, then it's not always going to work out that whatever plans you had are gonna come to fruition based on what's going on with you. So I know that's got to be a level of frustration as the person who is suffering um, and is dealing with the with the issue but also for those who are dating and, you know, it's not going to be just a very simple, we get together. It's going to be some planning. It's going to be some, you know, compromise on one person's end. If, you know, like in your case, Poppy with the driving and stuff. So, um, you know, I think when we start um, talking to people, it's like every show, we always say it again, we reiterate it, clear communication is really what's key because there are deal breakers. Um, I don't have a chronic health condition at this time, but I have fibroid tumors and had to have a hysterectomy. So men who are, you know, I I do date men who are younger than I am, and there are some men who want children. Well, I'm not going to be a candidate for long term dating if there's a person who wants to have children with the person he's dating. Eventually, if that's a if that's a plan in the future, you know, I've I've been knocked out of the, of the running for that, you know, unless things change. So, again, you know, being honest, um, just like you're saying, Jamie, it's so important. And we talk about that in any relationship, um, you know, even with someone who has HIV, AIDS or, you know, syphilis, you know, a herpes, whatever. Uh, how do you, how do you even get yourself worked up? Is why we wanted to do this show because I'm sure there are people who are listening right now who would love to go on a date who maybe feel lonely or or whatnot. But um, you know, you think um, there are apps, and this is something that I discovered in my online dating life, if you will. But there are groups with um, made up of people who have experienced certain things. So, you know, there's like a, um, you know, ChristianMingle.com. There's a, you know, um, what's the one with the fish? Yeah. So, you know. Oh, plenty of fish. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of fish or whatever it is. But um, there are groups out there. There's so many apps now where you may be able to find people who are in your situation or who are okay dating people who are you know, in some sort of health or wellness issue and be able to find people who already realize the difficulty in what's, what's getting ready to happen, you know, because everybody's not afraid of, you know, being in a challenging relationship, whatever the challenge is, but just maybe creating the opportunity for people to even meet without the pressure of having to explain all of that, you know.
1: So I've actually um have come across a couple of women who had um what is the one with the outbreak? Is it herpes? Herpes, uh-huh. And I noticed that um, you know, the date was going well, um everything was kind of, you know, going pretty smooth and cordial. And then um once things kind of seem like could be leading towards maybe potential intimacy or even just potentially kissing. Um, A couple of them pretty much like told me on the spot, like, Hey, this is my situation. Um, You know, I'd I'd, I'd like to make you aware of this. um, So that way you know where I'm at. And honestly, I was like, I don't know enough about it. So how does that work exactly? Cause I remember mentioning about it. And I knew that it was something that is contagious, but apparently it's only contagious if they yeah, during the outbreak a, during. Okay. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's what she was trying to explain to me. And I was trying to wrap my mind around it. Um, and all this time we had talked a lot. We, um, you know, had, texted and had phone calls and stuff like that. And, you know, and, and I, I I don't begrudge her for not telling me. Uh, like I said, it, there's no right or wrong way to go about that. That's one of those things that depending on when you feel comfortable to say, mm-hmm. um, then you say it. Um, but I guess the way she explained it to me was that, hey, it looks like, you know, we're getting along. And, we might be into each other or possibly maybe considering being intimate. And that's when she wanted to make sure she put that out there before we even crossed that line. Mm-hmm. And
2: See, I find that really brave. Cause like, I mean, talking about stigmas, like that kind of thing um, mm-hmm. is huge. Like, you know, whether or not people are honest about it, like that's huge that she was honest about it. Cause I'm sure there's plenty of people running around with things that they don't feel okay to talk about because there's like that Mm -hmm. dirty feeling about those sort of things
1: yeah um, i mean you're right yeah i haven't come
2: across and i haven't come across that i mean for all i know someone wasn't honest but um you know i do you know bi-monthly testing but like yeah that you know i gotta commend her for 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 letting you know Mm -hmm. because that's not just going on because
0: she didn't have to
2: i have really
0: put him at risk and never said a mumbling word and so many people have done that um before but i'm just looking here on um, google apps and there is a free app for herpes positive singles dating um i was just looking to see what all they had in there because i knew there were so many uh way way so many but that is one of them um For people who are herpes positive to be able to match with other people and you know again i just i'm looking to see if there are any other ones that um you know look like health and wellness type um apps but you know maybe that's a that's an idea for somebody right there
2: (laughs) well and with those you have to be careful i actually got catfished by someone who went to like we had great conversations and he supposedly was a cancer survivor and like talked to me a lot about it. And I went, you know, to the date and he didn't show up. And, um, you know, I kind of researched a little bit and I'd researched before Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I've seen him, you know, I'm not on the apps right now, but I had seen him on with a couple other names and I'm like, yeah, someone legit just lied about being a cancer survivor to just be a mean internet person so you have to be careful about like who right
0: and i and that's with all of them honestly because mm-hmm. there's are scammers on facebook dating there's scammers on tinder um and that's a whole show in itself as well but um you know there are people out there who really honestly just don't have a conscience and are doing what they do um uh, manipulating people's feelings so absolutely be safe if you are going to try a dating app and you know there, there are tools out there that can help you learn how to, and, uh, Poppy and I, I guess that'll be a show we need to cover as well, but, um, oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, but again, you know, just even being able to put yourself out there, um, to any degree, that's why I, you know, I asked the first question about counseling and, you know, how we can, you know, the better, I always think the better you feel about yourself, the better you'll feel about whatever your situation you're in or what you're going, going into. Um, Probably not talking about earlier. Self-love is the best love Um, as you're getting ready to move into a situation with anybody else, you know, making sure you're taking care of your health and wellness, your mental health needs, especially, and then making sure that you have, even if you haven't healed completely, because there's some things I don't know that you always get a full, you know, full circle, full healing from everything that you go through. But are you at least in a better place to start looking future forward? And so I think, um, you know, that that would be something that I think anybody, no matter what it is you're healing from, definitely make sure that you've you know, you've kind of looked at those places, those sore places before moving forward. Yeah, um, that's and that's something
2: I struggle with. I definitely struggle with um, you know, feeling like I've got a handle on it and feeling like like I know when the bad things are and like and accepting help. Right. From a professional standpoint, like you know, medicine-wise, yes, but um, you know, I love myself. I I, but there is that healing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know that you know, dark times are going to come and go, and um, you know, there, you know, there probably is more that I should be doing. Um, but uh, you know, that's it's a day-to-day thing, yeah, and absolutely. I'll learn as I go, and. I don't know. I seem to have this psychic friend who whenever I'm in my really dark times, just randomly is like, Hey, you want to come over? I'm going to cook some food. I I don't know who that is, you know, but it seems to always know. I don't know. I won't even say anything and all of a sudden he pops up.
1: That sounds like an awesome guy. Yeah.
2: I mean like really, I mean dating, even like dating is amazing. Being able to talk to people honestly, who aren't involved about it and like get their advice is great. And then having those like one or two friendships, you know, quality over quantity, um, that helps to me more than, than mm-hmm. any human connection, more than anything of, you know, paying someone 200 bucks a month, uh, you know, a session mm-hmm.
1: for therapy. But I would say bottom line, um, you know, dating and having medical conditions or medical things that may hinder you or affect your everyday um being honest, number one, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think honesty is always appreciated regardless of when and where. And um, making sure that, um, you know, however you go about it, that um, you do it when you're comfortable on your terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely, there's always, I like, I like to know that. the devil I'm dancing with. And when I meet somebody in person that is, when i you know kind of give them the rundown of hey this is something that i deal with and this is not going to go away so this is pretty much what it is and you know if if you still want to get to know me just too too much much to take in and handle handle, then okay cool i get that and you know Mm -hmm. you keep it moving but honesty and you know as you date you start to find your comfort of when you feel comfortable relaying that. And sometimes it'll vary because sometimes you may do it early on because you feel a certain connection or you feel certain things in common with this person. And then sometimes it may be, um, you know, you feel like, Hey, you know what? I still don't feel comfortable relaying all this or opening up like this to this person. So, you know, like dating, it's, it's such a, you know, abstract thing, you know?
0: Exactly. Finding the lane that you fit in and ride it out. Right. Um, but Jams, thank you so much for opening up to us and our listeners about, you know, what you've been through in your personal journey. And we wish you the very best, uh, obviously as you're continuing to to move forward and and you know, get out there and and date, you know, create those relationships, and that's the one thing I do like about our show. You know, it's not always just about the dating aspect, but you know, how do you how do you keep and maintain any relationship? And it sounds like you really have some awesome people in your life who are supporting you. So we're really happy for that, and um, hope that you all, as the listeners out there, um, have really really gotten something from today. And um, maybe your story isn't exactly like Jamie's, but whatever it is, knowing that, um, you know, there is there is life after what you've dealt with. It's not just that's not the mm-hmm. the only moment. And and your life doesn't hinge mm-hmm. only on that. But how do you navigate it? How do you keep moving forward? And we're going to keep doing uh, shows like this that help you in that process. So, uh, Jamie, you've been a, a very faithful listener. And, um, you know, if you need somebody in your corner at Firebird's, we're here for you. <laughs> I, really, I, I appreciate you having
2: me on, though. I was really excited to talk about this. And, and yeah, I appreciate it.
1: And to, uh, for our listeners, so I came up with this idea for this show. And me and Nelsa spoke on it afterwards. And we we're like, yeah, that would be a pretty interesting conversation that I'm sure a lot of people probably don't really consider when they're out there dating. So this was all her idea. And here we are.
0: Exactly. So we'll say this. Contact us via email at Jorge and Nelsa at gmail.com and let us know what your story ideas are. Uh, We've got some exciting things that are coming up. Um, That won't be the last time we do um, some sort of giveaway or contest. So stay tuned for more. And uh, until next time, Poppy, hit them up with it. You know, we got to hear it.
1: We're not such as good people. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good <laughs> evening.
0: Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.
1: Thanks for joining us today on The Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at Nelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.